welcome to SOCAP's In the Know podcast, a series offering consumer affairs professionals a look into the minds of industry experts as we discuss emerging trends to ensure that you're remaining in the know. I'm your host, Matt Galinsky, and joining me is my colleague, Tonisha Johnson, and our guest today is John Gibney from Jarden Consumer Solutions. John, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, so if you could just describe your role in the company, uh, what your title is, and what you're responsible for? Sure, I'd love to. So I'm a member of the consumer services team, and at a high level, we're responsible for, I'd say, the overall consumer or, or customer experience. We refer to it as consumer here, but customer experience, which really includes digital and, and non-digital channels and, and touch points from a, from a service standpoint, a, a support standpoint, uh, which most of your listeners can relate to, and a, a direct consumer sales standpoint as well. Uh, I am the senior operations manager here in the consumer services team, and looking at my high-level responsibility, I'd say primarily I'm responsible for the overall experience, performance, cost, revenue coming out of both of our, our internal and external centers, uh, again, as it relates to digital and non-digital experience. Also responsible for our, our primary systems, so CRM, knowledge base, reporting, and, and last but not least, and, and probably most importantly, is I'm responsible for the data that goes into the system as well as the the insights and the analysis that comes from that data, also responsible for communicating those insights to business owners as part of continuous improvement for product enhancements, warranty reductions, or overall optimization of consumer experience, as well as strategic planning of consumer experience itself. Really great position, love what I do. Okay, and you recently uh, gave a, uh, uh, did a breakout session at the annual conference. Uh, would you like to describe that for us? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, I was fortunate enough to, to co-present a, a segment at the, the national conference, which was named How to Rewire the Digital Customer Experience, and I co-facilitated with Lauren Kinzerski from HGS, which is our, our BPO partner. Okay, and uh, for people who weren't uh, able to make the session, uh, do you have any takeaways uh, you would give to them? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question, and just to set the context for the session itself, our session was really focused on digital transformation, and, and we tried to blend the best practices and the emerging trends from, from Lauren's consulting and vendor background really with my practical application and implementation experience from a client and operational background. And really we were looking to provide all the participants with elements of a, a roadmap for growing and really evolving their, their digital customer experience regardless of their discipline, regardless of their level of experience, regardless of the, the maturity of their current digital ecosystems. So we covered a lot of things and we hope that somebody got a little bit Everybody got a little something out of it. But if I was going to focus on, on two things, I'll take it from an operational and client perspective. Lauren had a lot of good stuff on the, on the technology side and emerging trends, but I'll focus on my discipline. So looking back on my experience, I'd say to everybody, when you're looking at your, your digital CX and, and looking at roadmaps and looking at change initiatives, I really recommend that you begin with the, the end in mind. And I know it might sound trite, but get the team together and think about the desired results. Think about the end state. Uh, think about desired outcomes of your ultimate consumer experience. And I'm talking long-term, that, that vision. Get the creative juices flowing and, and ask yourself, ask your team questions like, what will our customers expect in the future? And that might be omni-channel versus multi-channel. Um, what do we want our customers to feel? And start talking about emotions. Put pictures on a board of, of consum consumers experiencing those emotions. And, ask the team, what do we want them to tell their friends and family? And then get that all on the table. And I, I really think this conversation is sometimes overlooked. In, in my experience, I wish I did a little bit more. But these types of dialogues, 
uh, this type of conversation and getting everything out in front of the group um, lets the end state really factor in to all your decision making along your, your change model, along with your, your journey. And it really helps keep you on course. Um, it helps keep the customer at the center of the experience and, and factor into your, your decision making. And one of the things that I've learned over my tenure is it really keeps the cross-functional team calibrated and, and make them feel part of something bigger. The cross-functional team isn't there just to represent their disciplines and get a project rolled out. It's really to contribute to something bigger, which is that, that consumer experience, those emotional impacts to consumers. And keeping that in mind can really be motivating and empowering for the, for the team, just something that I, I really think uh, highly of and would recommend to everybody. Aside from that, and looking at our presentation, another key takeaway from my experience was striving for, for incremental innovation maybe execution of more manageable, less intimidating changes first. In fact, we even talked with some of the participants about taking your, your current channels, take your strengths, move them from good to great. Let the team experience some success, build momentum, and, and gain additional buy-in from decision makers. And then over a short period of time, these incremental innovations, the incremental changes can really aggregate into something much larger, much more impactful, but without the pushback the hesitation that can come from the radical change initiatives that we, we all envision when we talk about um, digital experience. Interesting. Can you, uh, one of the things that I, I realized in your session, you talked about um, implementing a self-service program uh, while avoiding some of the common pitfalls. And just out of curiosity, can you, can you speak to that a bit in terms of what some of those common pitfalls are? So from a self-service standpoint, it's, it's interesting. Sometimes we look at self-service strictly as, as knowledge. And, and a lot of us get into the, the groove of putting knowledge up there for the consumers, and that's, that's great. Uh, but sometimes when we focus purely on the, the knowledge and that one-time implementation, sometimes we lose sight of the, the process for continuously evaluating that knowledge, um, letting consumers generate their their own knowledge, letting the, the community generate their, their own content. And when we talk about a little bit more, we actually got into some of the back end of self-service, which is focusing on your technology hubs. When we talk about CRM as being a, a hub that you should really build around, we talked about reporting and BI as a hub that you should really build your digital ecosystem around. And last but not least, we talked about knowledge bases as being a core com component of technology that you should build your your infrastructure around. Um, once you have that robust knowledge base created and you have that knowledge in, in one place, that's when you can start drawing from your knowledge base and automating self-service. So dynamic feeds to your, to your website, dynamic feeds to maybe chat automation or to bots or to Facebook Messenger, things of that nature. But again, uh, in my experience, and again, I, I'm always willing to share my, my learnings over my, my tenure. In this particular case, it's what you surface to the consumers is very important. What you surface to the customers is very important. But don't lose sight of what it takes to surface that information on an ongoing basis, maintain that information, and take it from where it is to where you need it to be for evolving consumer expectations over time. Great. Thank you for that. Um, I know a lot of what you, you spoke about, uh, kind of looking to the future, um, 
uh, in an effort to rewire the digital customer experience. I guess you have to kind of do that to anticipate what's coming, so that you know what your your um, consumers need, right? So, um, keeping that in mind in terms of that concept of looking to the future, do you want to speak a little bit to that on on you know what your thoughts are on the future of digital consumer care overall? Like, where where do you see us heading? What trends are you noticing in this area? Most definitely. I, I would love to talk about this. I, I will ask, jump in. If I get carried away or if I start jumping around, I, I love talking about this, so feel free to <laughs> rein me in if you have to. Sure. One thing that I say to everybody who, who asks that question is it's, it's going to evolve quickly. Um, consumer expectations are going to evolve quickly. They are evolving quickly, and, and that could be really intimidating. The, the good thing is I think technology is going to evolve just as quickly. In, in the near future, which is very exciting. We've seen technology evolve leaps and bounds over the past two to three years, especially in comparison to what's happened over the past you know, 10 to 15 years. So as, as intimidating as it can be, I think it's exciting as well. And staying with that theme of technology, I think there will be an emphasis on really allowing consumers to engage through their, their native and preferred platforms. Customers will want to communicate through their their trusted applications through their their trusted mobile experiences. If they're engaging in Facebook on a, on a daily basis, that's where they're going to want to engage with a brand. If they're on WhatsApp, if they're on Snapchat, that's where they're going to want to communicate. If they're using SMS to communicate, that's where, where they're going to want to engage with, with brands because it's comfortable for them. It's familiar. They know the UI. They know the user experience. Even more importantly, they're comfortable with the security. They're comfortable with the permissions, which are are becoming priorities for consumers. Um, there's a shallow learning curve as well, since they're using it on a daily basis, which really lets them engage with confidence with your brand immediately. And then when they're done with that engagement, they look back on it and they they remember the sense of comfort. And then with comfort actually comes trust, and with trust we know comes loyalty and advocacy and all these things the goals that we're, we're striving for. I guess one more thing, aside from technology, um, looking at my psychology background, there's going to be a real shift in the, the mindset at the, the business level or, or the brand level, and you're seeing it now where traditionally journeys were really, they were linear. And, and I think you're going to see us move from these linear models to more looping models because journeys don't end at, at purchase or fulfillment anymore. There was a time where it was about transactions and it came to a close when you were able to get that order, able to fulfill that order, and able to book that revenue. But now we're realizing that purchase and fulfillment are just the beginnings of, of new journeys. And those are elements of a bigger customer experience that really contributes to the next interaction, the next engagement, the next purchase, which now I'm getting a little excited, is where you get more data about the consumer. So the more they engage, the more data you get about that customer, and that lets us actually provide them with more customized experiences, more personalized journeys, more personalized offers. And then once you get into that engagement, more data, and doing more for them, that's really when you, you see the experience begin spiraling to a new level of success. And that's where you get into loyalty and advocacy. They start telling their friends. And that's, that's really what we're striving for here with the consumer experience, uh, whether it's digital or not. Yeah, and that's a that's a really good and interesting point um, that you made. Is you you think I know a lot of people tease and they say you know um, 
uh, technology, it's, it's a good and a bad thing, but it, it just seems like technology is now um, lending new ways for uh, customer care individuals to uh, develop ways to gain that loyalty, as you said. So, um, yeah, that's a, a really good point. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with with members, SOCAP members, either about the session that you presented or um, just anything from your everyday experiences at your current job? I do think there, there's one thing, and after we finished up the the presentation at the, the national conference, I, I definitely sat down with him before, and we talked about the presentation that we gave versus the one that we planned to give, and we immediately started talking, talking about what we would have done differently. And from my perspective, again, focusing on my learning opportunities, things that you know I've learned over my time, I would tell everybody listening, remember that, that tools and channels are, are really secondary to how you use them. And it's really easy to focus on the tools and technologies when you're discussing digital experiences and when you're in the midst of a, a project implementation. And that makes it easy to actually forget about the people and the processes that bring everything together. So I guess in closing and in tying everything up, don't forget about the process and especially don't forget about the, the people side of digital consumer experience. Always ask your agents their thoughts on the project. Ask them their, their thoughts on the tool. Get their feedback. Involve them. It's going to help provide a, a better experience for them, which will impact the consumer experience. It's also going to help with the, the buy-in. So think about the training. How are you going to train them in these, these new channels? How are you going to manage your, your workforce management when you have so many channels and you're going to have agents in multiple channels? So I guess the, the last thing would be never forget that the tools will only be as successful as the people that are supporting them. And, and using them on a daily basis. Great. That's perfect. Thanks for that, John. You've been listening to SOCAP's In the Know podcast. Our guest today was John Gibney from Jarden Consumer Solutions. And uh, John, thanks for being here.